Good morning, ladies and gents. I hope we're doing well. Uh, audio quality, as you can hear on this, probably not the same as the previous episodes, but I'm making do with what I have at the moment. And um, my current situation of the knee operation, if um, if you're not aware, I uh, went and had a double arthroscopy, um, which is basically where they clean out the loose cartilage in the knee joint, or any joint, but in my case was the knee joint, <clears throat> and um, basically shaved down a little bit of the cartilage um, along the patella as well. The reason why I needed that done was probably a mixture of impact training, weightlifting, um, my time in the fire service, lots of impact going through the sole of the foot, um, and also hereditary as well. Like I've, I've always been a bit uncomfortable kneeling down as a kid and things like that so I think there was something there already but um, that's all been done so I'm on the road to recovery now we are two weeks post-op um, I went in yesterday to the gym did a little push session so uh, things are starting to feel a little bit more positive and uh, I'm still using crutches which uh, is obviously not the most ideal and um, I'm <laughs> when I was in the gym yesterday this dude came up to me and helped me out with putting some plates on machines and things like that. So it's it's nice to it's nice to have um, people around you that are positive and uh, ready to help you. I've also been having lifts off friends and family members. I stayed with my uh, parents for the first week as well. So um, yeah, we're getting there. Um, I, I I've never appreciated going for a walk so much. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that before. Um, the operation, I was going for a walk every morning, doing like um, 30 to 40 minutes walk just around my my area, going around a field, listening to a podcast, walking a little bit in nature as well, around a, a foresty area. All of that stuff's very positive, I find. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to being able to walk pain-free um, and without sort of stiff, straight legs, because at the moment, knee flexion is the, the main sort of... Um, cause of discomfort so that's a little update with things with me and um i thought today's little episode we could talk a little bit about gratitude as something which i know a lot of people practice but also a lot of people don't practice um and because i've had to kind of focus a little bit more on those things which are positive in my life uh, to kind of keep me going a little bit more over the last few months i had this back injury at the beginning of june which also laid me out on the floor for like another week, 10 days. So I've been pretty immobile over some parts of this year. Um, and uh, practicing gratitude and, you know, focusing more on those positive things that I have in my life rather than things I don't have certainly helps. Um, and I think that's a practice which anybody that's struggling not only with an injury or, or something along those lines, but if you're struggling with mental health as well. I know this is such a, like, there's so many podcasts out there talking about positive mindset, talking about gratitude, so many podcast episodes that, and, and not just podcasts, like people on social media and things like that. And I wonder how many people that talk so much about practicing gratitude, how many of them actually do it? And how many of them actually follow through with doing it every single day? Because it's not something that I do every day. 
I'll be honest with you. It's not something which I write a list of everything that I'm grateful for in that day. Because sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes it help it can help you to train to look at the positive things a hundred percent. But to do that every single day, I think it's a good thing if you're struggling because it's something new. If you're if you're going through a difficult time and then you focus on those things which you feel grateful for, great. You then notice that difference. But if you're constantly writing those things down and you're in a negative mindset and you're really struggling to find things that you're grateful for. There's something wrong there, firstly, in your life, because there's always things to be grateful for. But it can make you more frustrated. And you know that you've got lots of things to be grateful for in your life. The fact that you're even here is a positive. Um, but many people, I don't know, so many people talk about it. I'm like, do you actually, though? Um, and obviously, like, it is a positive thing to focus on the positives in your life. But don't feel like you have to do that all the day, every day. And, you know, same with, like, mindfulness and meditation and stuff. I don't I don't meditate every single day, but I, I know when I need to, you know. It's being aware of what you need in the moment kind of thing as well. Um, so, yeah, I've been focusing a lot more on things like that, family members being around me, um, the ability that I can even train my upper body, the ability that I'm strong in my upper body as well because I'm having to pick myself up carry myself down the stairs in a way by pretty much just my upper body especially for the first 10 days I was very reliant on my upper body to get into the, get into a seat because I couldn't bend my knees and stuff like that so it's um you know obviously I've, I haven't just been blessed with those things um by accident I've worked for those things but I'm grateful that I work for those things you know um, and, you know, sometimes you've got to give your past self a little bit of a pat on the back as well. Like, even when you're in the moment and you're like, oh, yeah, but, you know, that's just what I've done. Because that's a lot of the time, that's how I look at things. I'm just like, that's just what I've done. I don't necessarily need to pat myself on the back because in that moment, I wasn't thinking about, oh, I'm going to need to do this to be able to lift my body when my knees are damaged or whatever. I've just done it. But I'm grateful for that. And uh, I'm grateful for my past self doing that. But, yeah, it's been a, been a, been a bit of a weird year. Um, so I am still planning on competing. <laughs> um, more out of stubbornness, I think. I'm just I'm just stubborn. I've, I, I, I planned to compete before COVID. And then that ruined my plans. And I was like, right. I can't really compete and I don't really see a point in competing if there's not going to be many people on stage. Maybe I should have, maybe it would have been a good idea, but well, I didn't. So it's irrelevant. Um, but I'm hoping to compete in August. Um, I was hoping to compete in bodybuilding, but obviously not having function in my quads is probably going to mean that it's not. Um, so it will be men's physique most likely. Um, I've uh, I've had my first of six physio um, sessions, so my knees and legs should be back relatively soon, but I don't know if I'll be able to retain or grow or use the muscle memory to significantly improve my legs, which they need improving in the beginning. So, yeah, it's not looking like bodybuilding's on the cards. But um, anyway, 
that's my stubbornness. I will still compete, probably. We'll see what happens. If it's like stupid idea, then I won't. But yeah, that's that's mainly out of stubbornness rather than like, or maybe a bit of like determination. But yeah, I'm a stubborn person in a lot of ways, <clears throat> which can be good, can be bad. <laughs> um, some of the positives, though, out of having uh, more time immobile was I've had a lot more time to um, sink into my business, which is positive. Uh, I started up a little mail list. Um, so we've been doing two weeks of uh, this little mail list that I've been sending out, uh, which is really positive. Had some really positive feedback on that. So um, basically it's just uh, it's not a super long. I have a, a tip for fitness or exercise. Last week was form. I, I sent out a little survey and most people said that they want some tips and tricks with form. Um, of exercises so we went through some um, glute training exercises um, some pre-activation exercises um, and then I also do a nutrition tip as well um, so last nutrition tip was a moderated a protein moderated intermittent fast um, which is a technique which I use for a lot of my like business clients who have to go out in the evenings and have um, these large client meals or drinks um, and it's basically just a way of saving more calories for the evening but we're not going into a heavily catabolic state now there's a lot of benefit that people say from fasting which i will 100 percent agree um, there is benefit from fasting but majority of people when they come to me they're not really looking for those specific benefits from fasting they're more looking to improve their body composition and i believe that having protein within a moderated fast will improve your body composition as well uh, more so than intermittent fasting intermittent fasting you go throughout a long portion of the day where you're catabolic <clears throat> you've also got opportunities there throughout the day where you could be spiking protein muscle synthesis um, which is only going to be a positive in terms of body composition. And also protein satiates your hunger, so you're not suffering. I mean, obviously, after you've intermittent fasted for a while and you've built up that um, technique, you don't really get so hungry, which in itself I don't think is always a positive as well. In terms of, like, mortality rate, fasting is great. If you want to improve your um, life expectancy, then great, yeah, fast. If you want to improve your body composition, I don't think it's the best for you. Um, it, and like that comes down to what your current goal is. If you're if you're just looking to improve and um, and improve your your uh, body composition and make it less of a sufferable process, then protein moderated fast is great. If you're looking to increase your mortality rate, then yeah, fast. Um, and if you want a bit of both, then, you know, you could do a shorter fast, but still keep your protein in there. Um, and how the, how I structured this on the email was uh, for something like an egg white omelette with salad for your first meal. Then your second meal would be some form of chicken with vegetables. And then you probably have like a protein shake and maybe a little bit of carbs after you train. I think if you are going to train, it is... A good idea to push some carbohydrates around then um, but if you've got more food that you want to save for the evening you can just have a protein shake and then go out for your meal 
uh, in the evening. So you still had like three feedings, obviously not large meals, um, but you know you can kind of make it what what you want it to be. Um, if you really wanted to be like super high volume but low low carb, things like obviously lettuce, iceberg lettuce. You know, there's 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 so many vegetables and things like that. I don't need to list them all, but low calorie vegetables with some form of protein. Um, and then the previous week before that, um, uh, one of the fitness tips was a kind of easy fat loss tip, which I'll also include in this, um, which is just improving your output. And it doesn't have to be that you're doing tons of cardio, but like I mentioned at the beginning, I was doing a 30 to 40 minute walk every day in the morning, and that benefits you with multiple different things. You, you also you wake up more, you're getting exposed to sunlight nice and early, which is just good for your circadian rhythm, good for your sleep then that night. Um, you're getting a bit of exercise before you eat, also good for your digestion. Um, and it's also, it's just so nice for your mental health. Like, uh, Not even your mental health. It's just nice to feel more positive. Even if we just disregard mental health. It just makes you feel more happy, more positive. Being out in sunlight, going for a walk. It might be that your heart rate is slightly elevated and you're taking in all of this information and the sunlight and this goodness. I can't exactly explain it to you, but it just feels good. It feels right to do. So when I'm up and able, that's my my routine. I will wake up. Normally I get up around quarter to seven, around quarter to seven to quarter past seven. That's when my body tends to wake me up. Um, and then I'll, I'll go for a a walk after I've hydrated, had a little bit of salt as well. I have a pint of water with a little bit of salt. Go for my walk, come back, start my day. Um, and also because I work from home, it's it's if you work from home, it's a really good way to kind of separate the office and your work environment. Uh, sorry, your your work environment and your your home. It's a very good way of doing that. And then you know potentially going for a, a short walk in the evening to get back to your home after you've been to the office. A fake commute, you may put it. Um, and uh, the fake commute was huge during lockdown. I got all my clients to try and uh, do some form of fake commute. Not all of them did it. <laughs> but, you know, I can only take a horse to water, you know. Um, I, I see the benefit in it. That's why I talk about it so much. It's the same as, like, you know, when you see a TV show that you really like, you tell your mates about it because you're like, I really enjoyed this. You might as well. I've seen the benefit of it. I, I, I was entertained by it. So you you might as well. Same with going for a walk, going to going to the gym, exercising. I see the benefit of it. And I've, I've talked to friends and, and family members that are going through difficult times. And I said, look, just go for a walk. Wake up in the morning, go for a walk um, and, and start your day that way rather than picking up your phone and going on your phone, scrolling for an hour and then starting your day. Just, it's, it's just pointless. It's, it's so counterproductive for your own positivity. And the vast majority of them don't do it for ages. And I keep nagging them. I keep nagging them. I keep telling them. I keep telling them. And two of my friends very recently started doing it. <laughs> and they were like, damn, you were right. <laughs> Damn it, you were right. This whole time you were right. I was like, yeah, of course I was right. Like, I'm not going to say this 
just to, like what do I benefit from that? You going for a walk? Absolutely nothing. I don't benefit. Actually, no, that's a lie. I benefit from you being more positive, which in turn is going to make me more positive. So actually, I guess I do benefit. Um, but I want my my people around me to be in a good place. So that's of course I'm going to suggest that. Um, but yeah, going for a walk, exercising. Those are two huge things which will help you with your mental health. I'm going to leave it there. I, I don't know if I like the word mental health. It just gets thrown around, around so much nowadays. I don't think it's... It just has a it has a negative connotation in my mind. But anyway, I'm going to leave it there. I will speak to you all soon, and I will try and do more of these podcasts. I think having this a little bit more of a laid-back approach, like this is first thing in the morning, 10 past 8, that's why my voice is a little bit more croaky. But um, I like it. I like this format. It's a little bit more relaxed. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. If you have listened, speak to you soon. Take care. Love you. Bye.